0: Welcome to the Audiobook Lovin' series, a month-long event celebrating the authors and narrators that bring romance stories to life. Listen along as Viviana, Enchantress of Books, interviews your favorite writers and voices, share special guest posts, and stay tuned for some special information at the conclusion of the episode.
1: Today, I have the pleasure of chatting with guest author Lauren Blakely. Welcome back to Audiobook Lovin', Lauren.
2: Thank you so much for having me, Viviana.
1: Yeah, you have been um, a retraining guest since like 2017. And because I love you. And, oh, <laughs> and awesome. I love you. <laughs> and um, so, because you've been our guest before, we have all the basics down about your casting choices, your, 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 your you know, ideas for your books, and all that fun stuff. So, I thought we're just going to do a little quick catch up, see what's been going on, and um, just kind of have a little bit of a chat if that's good with you. That sounds perfect. So you recently had a actual interview with Shane East for his um, Shane East Meets series. And that was as you were his third guest. And he had a really good question about if he were to um shoot out a name of one of the narrators, what would be your first thing to come to your mind? And he, You know, yes, right? You remember that? I remember that. remember that. that. Yeah. Did you also <laughs> realize that he didn't say, and Shane East? <laughs> His name, right? And I'm like, it's okay. I'm going to talk to her later. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because he mentioned Zach, you know, Weber, Sebastian York, Emma, all these narrators that you've worked with and, and even your favorite Julian Whalen. Um, but he kept yeah. himself off. So when you, you know, when the name Shane East comes up, what is the first thing that comes to mind regarding his voice?
2: You know, sexy Sony Brit. I mean, (laughs) just like I'm one of those ladies who just loves a sexy British accent. But it is also there are plenty of plenty of narrators who speak British. Uh, There are plenty (laughs) of narrators who are British and plenty of narrators who can do a British accent. But I think. There's just a, his voice is so, um, it's very rich and deep and, and sexy. like he's a you know, like there are British voices that sound like your dad and British voices that sound like your brother and British voices that sound like your lover. And that's, you know, that's, (laughs) that's the type of voice he has. But I feel like there's so much more. I think sometimes we just think about like the sexiness of the male narrator's voice when, what really matters is can can they act, you know, like it's not just, Oh my God, he has a really sexy voice. I just want to hear that voice reading the phone book. I actually don't want to hear somebody read me the phone book. That is not interesting <laughs> to me. I I have True. zero interest in being read a grocery list unless they do it in a really over the top fashion. Right. Yeah, like I don't funny. want to hear them read. I don't want to hear them reading something boring. And I think that uh, he's such a good actor and he's really committed to all of the roles that he plays. And I think that's one of the things that makes him special. It's not just that sexy, swoony factor in his voice. It's that it, he gives 110% of himself to every performance and he's fully there in every single scene. Funny, swoony, romantic, sexy, intense, emotional. Like he's just there all the time. And that's what works. Mm-hmm. That's why I keep writing books for a <laughs>
1: Yeah, I know. We keep talking, um, whether it's on the phone or online, and you're like, I have this story, and I'm just waiting. It's almost like I have an internal countdown. I'm going five, four, three, and it's British, <laughs> and I'm going three, two, and it's Shane. I'm like, got it,
2: yes. okay? <laughs> yep. Yep, sounds about right. Yeah.
1: But he does it so well. Um, it's just one of those things yeah. where, that's one of the reasons, too, that, I haven't really gotten tired of listening to him because he does such a fantastic job, whether it's a bit of the bantering or if it's, whether it's the sexy times, but even some of that, he has such a really good comedic timing at the you know, and when he plays that moment of like being caught off guard, it actually, you kind of feel like, Oh, was he really caught off guard? You know, but he's just that good of an actor.
2: And I think too, if, if you heard Aaron Mallon's play, which yes. I believe he did He's just hilarious, too. He I mean, he's, he was great as, like, this hapless. Sorry, not hapless. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was so hapless on, yeah. I love haplish. <laughs> he was hapless. He was very hapless.
0: <laughs>
2: so he was great as the hapless British husband.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, it, he was. I mean, it was one of those where I was like, I did not know that, you know, you could play that almost like i want to say normal but more like 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 he could totally be my next door neighbor friend yeah
2: a little bumbling it was yeah nice.
1: it was nice to see him like oh you're you're, you're like one of us you're like normal
2: <laughs> exactly yeah
1: so that was fun he also had mentioned i'm i'm generally curious i'm like i love calling people nicknames because it's endearing it's uh you know and for me, it's, it's just having that kind of relationship. So if you get a nickname from me, you're like, yay! Um, he mentioned that you, he calls you um, Spitfire and Firecracker. Yes, because you, you have this high energy, which is very contagious, um, and it's great. Um, but do you have a nickname for him
2: besides the Brit? Uh-huh. <laughs> You know, I'm not. I'm not really a nickname person, oh. honestly. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really do nicknames, and I think it's partly because so many narrators have pseudonyms. So I've really trained my brain to only call them by their narrator name, so that I don't ever inadvertently make a mistake. I hope, uh, and I and I haven't, you know, and and use their um, even even for the narrators who. Who are open about it? Like I really just try to always call them by the name that they use, and that just helps me stay make sure <laughs> that I'm not messing up. So, um, no, I guess if I were referring to him, talking about him to somebody else in the community, you know, it would probably just be as like our sexy Brit, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is not a totally <laughs> exciting nickname. It's no, just the truth. <laughs> that's appropriate. To, yeah,
1: yeah. No, I'm, I'm exactly the same way. I tend to even on emails, and I'm like, just I call them by their name that we're using, mm-hmm. and and I've had yeah. people have some. I've had some of them turn around and say, you know, you can call me blah blah blah, and I'm going no, <laughs>
2: exactly. Nope, I'm not going to,
1: not going to, and they're like, no, and I go, no, I'm not going to. You recently started writing, uh, almost like a second wave of the dark um after dark series for you. Because you had the first three books, which was under like the series of the gift, right? Yes. And now you have this other set of which you have one night only already out and available, and I think there's going to be two more with the one night concept, right? Something like that.
2: Well, actually, there will probably be many more. Yay. So The second, <laughs> the, the the second, the second set of books in my After Dark line, and my After Dark line is. I, I I named it that because yes, there is more sexual content, uh, but it's also just more sensual, sort of like a touch more emotional, uh, and it's more about the exploration of fantasies on the path to love, and it's not so reliant on the sort of you know rom-com tropes that I. Do in more of like the Dear Sexy Ex Boyfriend books and um, and whatnot. Yeah, so the new the new set of books in the After Dark line uh, is under the series heading the Extravagant series. So that's One Night Only, and then the next one was originally called Only One Touch, but that was a little confusing, so I just changed the title to One Exquisite Touch, and that will be the One Night Only Heroin sister. She's a, they're, they're twins, so they're twin sisters who run. Uh, a a hotel on the Vegas Strip and it will be her story. Sage Sage gets a story as well with a rival hotel owner across the way. And then there will also be one time only, which is an MM romance. And then I have at least two or three more planned after that. And if listeners like it, I'll just kind of keep it going. Uh, But I already have some, General storylines for other characters that we will meet along the way, so that it'll just hopefully become, you know, a nice, longish running line of sexy books about these very rich people having great sex and exploring sex positivity and all of that. Okay.
1: Well, that you mentioned the sex positivity—that's one of the reasons why I love this series—is that it allows for that conversation to happen. And it provides that internal dialogue of like if you have a kink about exploring it or if it's if you're quote unquote normal because you have this kink or if someone's going to think less of you. Um, you've done a phenomenal job with having that dialogue for the characters as well as the listeners as there's, you know, it's this, listening to the story. Are When you're writing these, are you thinking about some of these um, taboos, potential taboo subjects? Um, or is it more like where the character comes into play?
2: I am. I, I really this, you know, the, the, a review came up recently for One Night Only that mentioned the whole idea of it being very sex positive, which was great. I was really happy to see that because that is kind of the underlying theme, if you will, of many of these books that it's, you know, women exploring their fantasies, whether it's rough sex or threesomes or a particular type of kink whatever it is, Barry, I, what I want to do is give them the opportunity to explore it with safe, trusted partners, but also in a way that takes away any potential guilt or shame, but that becomes uh, an embrace of the kink and the sexuality, because that's <laughs> what I think one should do. <laughs> that's, that's how I think it should be. I think, you know, people have different Kinks and different desires, I and mean, you know, we all enjoy hopefully different things in the bedroom. And I think, as long as you're safe and communicating with your partner and you trust your partner or partners, then that's a good thing. And that's really what I'm trying to explore in some of these books is just looking at uh, and not necessarily, you know, more hardcore type of kinks per se, but just different ones and different ways to explore them, and, but also to explore them in the context of what does it mean to be a successful woman in business? What does it mean to be a, a supportive daughter or sister or mother or whatever it is? And to also, you know, maybe want things a little rough in the bedroom or a lot rough or whatever it is. So that's really what I try to tackle in different ways for the heroines. Yeah, that, um, that label of being the, the
1: smart, you know, important head boss lady and then the, the loving mom or the loving wife that doesn't mean that you don't like to be told what to do in the bedroom or doesn't, doesn't mean that you don't mind handcuffs and stuff like that. It doesn't make you any less. Um, that exactly. Is, yeah, that has been really great um, from a listening perspective because I know sometimes it's, it's looked down upon or we actually, as women, we put ourselves down actually. That's more or less to it. Um, And we tend to think that we shouldn't do this because this is what what, what people think, you know. And in these environments with these consensual people that they trust, which are huge, you know, important words, um, it's good to see that that these stories are being told, that it's
2: okay, and things like that. I'm glad glad you feel that way, because I really enjoy writing them.
1: I actually was thinking about you the other day. I was uh, scrolling through my TikTok sc- um, um, feed. <laughs> <laughs> and there's one one thing came up on the, the For You thread um, that was talking about how she had to explain to her 14-year-old son what kink was. And the, the, oh, she, wow. Yeah, be, and, but she is very much a sex positive. So I was like, well, oh, just like Lauren, and wanted to provide him with the actual information. And she used pancakes as an analogy. Um, everybody likes pancakes which would be the sex and we all like different toppings and some people which would be the kink and I'm going oh this would be good for Lauren
2: Um, oh my god I love it that's so perfect it it is indulge in your favorite pancake topping and that's exactly what she said
1: Exactly. She's like, you need to discover what kind of toppings you like. And sometimes you can mix and match and then you realize that some of them may not be for you and others that you've never thought a good combination would be it. And at the end of it, she's like, and you would never really shame anybody for liking a specific topping on your pancakes, would you? So I was like, oh, that's good. <laughs>
2: And sometimes you only want to try a topping once, and you're good. Yeah. And you 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 try the the you know mixed fruit compo, and you say, you know what, I had it. It was great. I don't need it again, but I'm glad I had it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and that's where I was like, that's awesome. And
2: that's the other thing too that yeah, I
1: love about your books. Great. It's about that discovery, and that it's not necessarily something that has to continue all the time. It's just one of those. Well, I wonder yeah. what the compost tastes like. Um, right. <laughs> and, and that's it. You know. Um, you are prolific uh, uh,
2: see that word just came out wrong <laughs> <laughs> Taplish. prolific <laughs> we're making up all sorts of words today on Friday afternoon I you know man. it's
1: Friday and I have not drunk anything I swear um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you write a lot um, you're constantly coming up with new stories and which we have always devouring it so I think it's actually a good rate of you writing and us listening that comes into play um what do you have coming up next that you can talk about?
2: So we have the what if guy, the what if guy is coming out on July 23rd, I believe, which is fantastic. I love that. It is a office romance. It's an oops, I banged my best romance, so, you know, sort <laughs> of the, the guy you meet and have a one night stand with turns out to be the guy who is, buying a company and Joe Arden and Andy Arndt narrate that duet and they sound absolutely amazing I think mm-hmm. it's I I actually told Joe I thought it was his best performance ever for me uh, which is true I I do think it is but then he went and made me a liar when he did a guy walks into my bar and that's you know that's his best one <laughs> so I'm like Joe you made a liar of me in two weeks two weeks later listen to a guy walks Into My bar and that's my favorite performance he but the one guy is really incredible I think he's he just does such a wonderful job. The, the hero is a single dad, mm-hmm. and he's a, you know, it's a seven-year-old daughter. So Joe is great as the single dad, really loving, uh, takes care of his daughter, does fun things with her, is a good friend. You see him interacting with his friends, and then he's just a oh my god, just a growly, dominating, dirty talker in the bedroom, and that's what the heroine wants, and. He's fantastic. And he and Andy have wonderful chemistry, great energy. And it's also, there are two cats. Mm-hmm. The hero has a cat and the heroine <laughs> has a cat. Uh, so those, the cats have some third person style narration in a couple of chapters. And that's done by Emma Wilder, who we all love, and Tony winner Santino Fontana, who is well known as the voice of Prince Hans from Frozen, and he was phenomenal. He was born to play a cat. He was great, he, 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 wonderful. He was so great. He's so he's just he was Bruce. He was so perfect as Bruce. So I'm really proud of that audiobook. And then, uh, then a guy walks into my bar. Comes out in August, and that for anyone who doesn't know is my first male male romance, and that's narrated by Joe and Shane with duet narration. And they're just phenomenal like absolutely phenomenal it's funny and sexy and emotional and passionate and will basically i mean if if anyone likes mm romance they'll they'll be putting the 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 audiobook down for a minute and like grabbing somebody and like okay let's take her (laughs) i I need a little action right now yeah (laughs) super hot like it's very hot you know i mean (laughs) Mr. Blakely benefited. <laughs> I think a yeah, lot of people yeah. that have
1: used, uh, have had their hands on that script have benefited. <laughs> I think. Okay. I will say that I'm the one that had to like go through it and, and say this is a joke part, this is a shame part, and I'm reading because this is the only way to do it. And I'm going. I will get to this real quick. Hey, babe.
2: Um- <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. So you're with me, like we're totally. the same girl. Totally with you. <laughs> Our, our, our husbands are very happy with yes. that work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and on that note, go listen to it and report back to me. I will do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, I think a lot of listeners and their partners are going to enjoy stuff like this. But then it's going to get to a point where the partners are going to go, so are you listening to a Lauren Blakely song? and
2: And who's who's narrating and
1: who's narrating and that will give them a gauge as to what might be happening later
2: (laughs) exactly like all right good to know i'm gonna get some things ready honey i'll go do
1: the dishes while you finish listening that's just like a bam right there you know
2: (laughs) i'm turned on just thinking about that you doing housework (laughs) exactly
1: (laughs) so that comes out in august right
2: Yes, that's August seventeenth. Seventeenth, yes. And um, what
1: else? Anything else you can share after that, or are you going
2: to? Yeah. Um, that? After, after, after that, we have things. I have Thanks for last night, and that's a, a hockey romance, friends to lovers, a lot of fun. Uh, Zachary Weber and Andy Arns are doing that, and have a couple little, a couple guest stars, which are we will reveal at a later date. A later date. Why did I say that? Later date. <laughs> Friday is like. It's tripping me up! I'm trying to be all fancy and stuff, and I'm like, just later day work, Lauren." Okay, stop trying to. Anyway, uh, that I think is going to be super fun romance, and then in the fall, I will have two more after dark books, which I have mostly announced the narrators for because they were mentioned in the audiobook of One Night Only. I'm not going to reveal the full cast for One Exquisite Touch, but that is. Uh, Joe Arden and Emma Wilder are coming back, and they're going to be narrating that story. And there will be a third narrator, a male narrator, and I will tell you more. at another time. Mm-hmm. And then one time only is going to be another male male romance and that was teased at the end of One Night Only, so people know that Teddy Hamilton and Jacob Morgan are dynamic duo. <laughs> <laughs> gotta gotta get with me together, right? They're gonna they're gonna be narrating that, and so excited for that. Mm-hmm. Really excited for that one because those two just are like magic
1: yeah and i was thrilled when i got to hear that you know last towards the end epilogue and i'm going oh
2: yeah (laughs) yeah 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 that's really good that story is like playing seems to play in the back of my mind while i'm writing other things i'm like i'll be there soon boys don't worry i'm gonna get you i'm gonna get you i know i know you want to get together i'll be there soon to tell your story Got to do
1: all this other stuff first, but give
2: me a second. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so
1: we have a lot of Lauren Blakelys coming down the pipeline, so that's good. Cause that always
2: absolutely makes us all happy. Lots of good books. Mm-hmm. Yay!
1: Yay! Excited, and along with the great books and stories, we always get the great narrators and those awesome covers that you always do. So one of the things I could to do towards the end of the of our chats is do a quick round of "Would you rather." I find them fascinating. Um, so if we have a couple just a couple questions and then we'll be almost done ready?
2: yeah let's do it absolutely
1: would you rather always be 10 minutes late or 20 minutes early?
2: 20 minutes early
1: would you rather know the history of every object you touch or be able to talk to animals?
2: oh I'd love to talk to animals I have
1: (laughs) five dogs yeah that would be fun and interesting in the Blakely household (laughs) (laughs) absolutely Would you rather be able to teleport anywhere or be able to read minds?
2: Oh, God, I don't want to read minds at all. That would be terrifying. And teleporting would be so great. So Mm -hmm. absolutely teleporting. Mm -hmm. Would you rather
1: never have to clean a bathroom again or never do dishes again?
2: a bathroom <laughs> I'm doing with <laughs> dishes well and the benefit of dishes frankly is it helps get your cuticles nice and soft yeah, so you know what everybody
1: that I've asked that question to has always said the dishes that they would rather you know that you know not uh, to not do the bathroom ever again except for there's this one and I still have to go back to them and say so regarding that question um was, <laughs> <laughs> about. what was that about like let's talk about this a little deeper all right last one would you rather have a personal chef or a
2: personal masseuse? Oh, personal masseuse. Mm-hmm. I would totally benefit <laughs> from that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. God, that sounds great. <laughs> Please <laughs> what, sign me up now. <laughs> Every day. Yeah, right. Oh. <laughs> My husband does most of the cooking. It's great. I already have a chef. I need the masseuse. Yeah.
1: That, that's also been the general consensus. Either the, the partner or the husband or or they can cook themselves, but they can't get that spot. As I think Jacoby mentioned, that they can't get that spot in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so true. You know?
2: So true. So yeah. true.
1: Well, thank you, Lauren, for being my guest again for this year's Audiobook Love. And as always, this was a blast.
2: It was a pleasure. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. And until next time, happy listening.
0: Thank you for joining us in the Audiobook Loving series, hosted by Viviana, Enchantress of Books. We hope you have enjoyed this episode, as well as the series. We've included audio samples of our guests' work within the post for you to check out. Please make sure to visit the main page, link within the post, to learn more about the series, the authors, and the narrators. Please consider leaving a review wherever you listen to the series if you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure to follow us on our social media platforms and subscribe to the Viviana Enchantress of Books newsletter. Until next time, happy listening. Audiobook Love and hopes you've enjoyed this program.